wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. Oh, we're doing a show again. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 3-on-1 podcast. I'm Matt Ryan, your host, as always, but I'm not alone. Joined, also, as always, by my quarterback. You know him, you love him. Whether he's an Omega Man or a Renegade, he's number 12 in the scorebooks. Corrin's Hammond. Hey, Corey. Hold on, Matt. Not much, Glad man. To be but... back. It's not like we tried yeah. to do this last week or nothing. No. Nope, we didn't do a whole show that was completely because we didn't have our producer, Zach Morgan, with us. Nope, not at all. Oh, I'm dying inside. Thing we have him tonight. Yeah. But well, we, we also do, have and we also person. don't. We oh, ran yeah, dick first into that one, buddy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but joining us, he is on the other side of the ball, on the other coast. But tonight, he's on. He's the three and the three on one. It's the Viking Scott McCorkle, who for the second time is on the podcast. It is very weird that we've only had you on twice. The first time was in Bullhead, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Uh, and yeah. then the second, this is the he second said, time. He so, said, and I quote, watch what you say. First yes. minute on mic, sleep. But <laughs> I tried. I tried. You, you fooled Corey Hammond. It. You I tried. Did. And just like Corey Hammond, you failed this you time. Failed. Yeah. Every but time you I get tried. back up and you try it again. And we will keep exactly. trying. And that's yeah. why you're here. Second, second time's a charm. It's good to see you guys, man. I love you guys. Miss Good you to see you too, Scotty. Yeah, and we, you know, we talk on uh, Facebook Messenger as all white men in their 30s do. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of different groups that kind of sprint, sprint, splintered out after the championship game. I'm so excited to see Scott and Corey that I just can't, I can't speak. But also, Big Rob, not here. Uh, working mm -hmm. and being a dad in the Crossing Minds podcast. You should subscribe to it wherever podcasts are sold. But... Scott, it has been an interesting time out there in Nevada. You're going to actually return to action in the fall brawl. We saw you during the flag tournament on championship weekend, but you're returning to the field as a member of the Insomniacs in 2023-2024. How does it feel to be back? And also, how does it feel to be West Coast Corey Hammond doing commentary and playing sometimes in the same day? I'll, well, actually, it'll be every week. It'll be the same day. So I've already spoken with, with you know, who I had to. It'll be literally from, from the booth to the field, back up to the booth, regardless of where my, my game lies. I'm completely committed to the league. 
whether it be as a player, in the booth, on the podcast, whatever the league needs, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm excited to be back on the field. Um, I'm not so excited about, like, the level of athlete that we've gotten up to. Um, <laughs> and it's just going to keep getting better. Like, I, uh, we have uh, a pretty well-known school here, Bishop Gorman, that uh, my stepdaughter actually goes to. And I went and checked out one of their high school games. And if those kids start coming out, I'm going to just – I'm going to be up in the booth with y'all. They, they, they are grown grown men. I'm, look, see? That's like the third time I've caught myself. I respect you guys. Um, I'm but so they, proud. Third, third time man. already, man, that your, your mind's yeah, been, been churning overtime. But yeah, I don't know if you this, this, I'm excited, man. It's a, it's, a different, it's a different aspect, and there's a lot of nerve. Like, I'm, I, honestly, it's nerve-wracking, Corey. I don't know how you've been able to do it, but just because I'm going to be – called out for every single mistake the second I get up to the booth. So um, I'm just hoping I can perform on both ends. Yeah, imagine, imagine if it was LJ Smith right after, but oh no, have, have you, have you ever actually done it once yet though? Cause I, I think we've obviously we've seen you play in the fall. We were calling those games and then, yep. you know, we, 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 I was there, I think the, when it happened and then, then you had to, you know, kind of adjust. Yep. So this will be the first time you're actually doing that. What are you more yeah, nervous yeah. about, getting back on a field or having to call a game after just playing a whole one? Because you actually have to run around. I get to just stand getting, there and get uh, teed off on. Awesome. Definitely <laughs> getting back in the booth afterwards. Um, it's uh, just for, um, like, conditioning's uh, sake. It's, uh, it's going to be hard to, to get that, to be able to maintain my energy level that I like to have. Like, I'm not, I'm not a – like a laid back person either on the field or in the booth. I don't know if anybody's been able to tell, but um, no. being able to maintain my energy level, like, like throughout, throughout both performances, I think it's going to be a little difficult, but um, man, the field, I'm not necessarily too worried about. I feel strong. I feel healthy. Um, I'm a little undersized right now as compared to where I was last season that I played I'm about 35 pounds lighter after the surgery and uh, finally like building back. But I feel like I've gained about a step and a half uh, in speed. So, well, you can always put muscle back on, but I'm really working on, like, the mobility. The whole aspect of A7 has changed completely. And the thing is, we first saw you during Fall Brawl last year uh, calling those games on Fox 5.2, which you and Anthony Alvarez will be doing uh, this Fall Brawl as well. Um, also shout out to a dub, uh, spoke with him earlier today. Always a a good conversation. Solid, solid human being. (laughs) I think I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I love, I had a lot of fun calling fall last year. Like that was, you guys remember remember stump the swab? Yes. I think dub is going to end up being that for a seven. Like just like his ability to like recall information. And to be able to bring it back up once he's seen more catalog games, once he's been able to break down the game a little bit more, like his mind for sports and for commentating is, I think, is is like second to none, really. And so I think once he can actually apply that to our style of game and our history, I think it's going to it's going to take us to a whole nother. Yeah, I've yeah heard that was a, a big bit. throwback. Yeah, he's, no, go he's got that archival type of mind where he'll he'll go yeah. back and talk about a San Francisco 49ers game because he's he's a fan of those. And, and in conversation, it's like, oh, well, once you start getting some of those archives filled with the right league, 
uh, that, that'll be even more interesting conversation <laughs> to bring that up. I would say right now, we got, we got some pretty good archivists in these booths. But uh, back to I, – because I, I had a question because obviously um, I'm interested in it and why not you know, just completely just take over the show and just talk about what I want to talk about. You, you were saying that you're, you're more nervous about the booth. Now, I, I, I don't know if you've ever noticed because I don't think we've ever played against each other head-to-head because you had the championship when I was playing out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's two different – basically personalities on the field without mics around me and then coming back into the booth it's almost like you have to put on a you know a different you know a different you know mask or whatever the metaphor is when when you're going back and forth do you think that you're the same guy on and off the field or there's there's two different scott mccorkles and then the 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 bjorn skarsgård no they're like that's the like the craziest part about me is the only thing that changes is how I speak. Like, I try to control myself, like, being in the broadcast booth and everything. Like, I try to conduct myself a little bit more properly. Um, but yeah. when I'm on the field, man, it's the only thing that changes, like, I don't say anything. Like, I'm not a trash talker or anything. I get in anybody's face. But you gotta come at one of my teammates. You can say whatever to me. I know that my play, like, I know you're not gonna beat me to the outside. I know you're not stronger than me. Like, those are just two things I know. Regardless of who it is and who I'm lined up against, I know those things when I line up. So I don't have to say shit. But if you start getting on one of my teammates' helmets, if you start talking bad to one of my teammates, now I'm going to say something because, like, oh, you you too little. I'm not little. What's up? Like, it's, it's a little bit – I'm a little bit more confrontational, but it has nothing to do with me. Like, it's always when it has to do with some of my teammates, right? Because yeah, me, I'm going to let my play. I don't have nothing. Because if you beat me, me, cool, you beat me. I got another play to get you. Yeah. Like, I feel no type of way. Like, in between plays, I don't say nothing. Like, I, but once you start, like, talking or if you take it outside of football, then, I'll, then I'm going to start making jokes. You but, will do you. And, and honestly, you got to. You just got to be you, Scott. You know, Bjorn, whatever you want to call it. I think it's Bjorn. I think the Scott things is, is the, the false name. It's a cover-up, man. Pseudonym. That's my CIA but, name. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to go too far into it. I narc enough on Maryland as it is. But <laughs> so so I think that you're going to be fine going back and forth because when I go, I have to go back and forth. I have to get all in this, this whole mode. And it was nice because with the Omegas last season, I could do my job in the beginning of the day and then I could start to build into, you know, gearing up for the, the types of games that we were uh, in store for every week. But you know, kind of shifting off to another topic that uh, I think Matt and I have been talking about a lot this past week. Um, this might we're be the second to time we've 10. had this exact conversation. And, oh, yes. Listen, and we let, let's let's bring it up again next week, and it'll be the third. But we're bringing back the top ten, Scott. I know you were always a huge fan of it. I know that everybody was waiting, just just waiting for that notification from YouTube to wait for the top 10, but we're not here to rank teams because they're pretty much set in stone and we'll wait maybe until the rosters kind of, you know, stiffed out Man, a little bit gonna, more. That's going to be, that's going to be the biggest thing is the roster. That, that first top 10 is going to get so many thing. people yelling at me. I just, I just know week one, there's going to be a lot of people yelling at us on the internet. Good. And, and, and they oh, should no. do that on the call line. What's the number? Because I'm not a, a, a true professional. We were discussing five that one in the last five one six three eight seven A seven FL. That's five one six three eight seven A seven FL. 
And if I fuck that up, it's on the screen. I've added it in post. But to go <laughs> back to it, to you go back to. You guys have posts? That's crazy. Yeah, but we, it's already there. We don't do it live. Bad, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't do it live. You know why? Because of situations like this. But yeah, no, the top 10 is coming back, but we're doing it a little differently. It's going to be a brand new series presented by us idiots called A7FL Countdown. And we're going to count down the top 10 players at specific positions, moments, and a whole bunch of other stuff like that every couple of weeks here on A7FL.TV, Caffeine, and YouTube, and coming soon to A7FL-TV. More information on that in a few weeks. But the first episode of Countdown will be about quarterbacks. And we're going to try to figure mm. out the top 10 quarterbacks in the A7FL. You can have your voice heard right now on A7FLFanToken.com. Or you can be lazy and just click the link in the description. Whether you're watching or listening, we've got you covered, baby boy. But... The top 10 quarterbacks in the A7FL, we're not going to go do our own lists now Ooh. because we've got to do that on another show that we're making, that we're plugging well, right we now. Well, we want you, the fan, to be involved because your say is going to be a much bigger say than it ever has been. So don't waste your time. Go to the link now. But since we have Scott McCorkle on, and he knows a little bit about quarterbacks because he chases them a lot, Yes, We're I not going to unfortunately be able to have you on next week as well. So right. to kind of put you on the spot a little bit and have a little bit of fun with it, right. as far as you want to go, or some of your quarterbacks that would make your top 10 if we gave you a full week and a link right, to so, click on in the description. So I'm going to give you like, so I have a top three that I have for different reasons. Right. And it's also situational. Like, my the top three that I would not like playing against in no particular order, these three Scooter, Richardson, and Bagwell. Those three, I think they figure out problems differently than any other quarterback. Everybody else is like a it's either a throw threat, a run threat, or you can figure out like I've already seen like a type of rhythm that they play to. Everybody else kind of plays there. I think anything else underneath there, there's really talented quarterbacks. Gary is a fucking amazing quarterback. Um, uh, um, Huffin is amazing. Um, the, uh, oh my God, uh, yeah, there, there's really a goes, lot of great quarterbacks no, in this really league. Arm, there's a lot of really good, there's a lot of really talented arms and like escape speed for other DNs, like there's some good speed out there. For me, it's really not that much of a problem. But like Trey Robinson is fucking incredible because of his his balance and everything. But like the three hardest to try and game plan against because they're gonna they're gonna change it. They're gonna change the way they play. They're gonna change everything about the game. Is those three in no particular order? It's just a fucking problem. To that point. Uh, I think one person on that oh, list Sterry. might be my bad. one of Sterry. Sterry. Yeah, my outside bad. of Sterry, but in when you talk about those top three specifically, when you're talking about improvisation and making things up on the fly and trying to find ways to make decisions and create instant impact 
I think you can't look any further than the MVP of this league for the third time this year, Quattro Huffin. Like, yeah, no, to me, I, I just think I'd like to play against Huff. I'm not going to give nobody my day flowers until I play against him, to be completely honest. That, no, that's fair. Like, and, hey, and he's I sitting in Rob's understand. chair, so he could say Rob's line. <laughs> No, like I you just like you got to beat me first. You know what I mean? Like Trey, I gave him his flowers before. You have to beat me. Bagway beat me in a flag game. You know what I mean? Like that's that that's where you know what I mean. And Darnell, like I've just played with him for so long, like and I've seen him figure stuff out and do the most out of the box shit. Period. But Huff, I think is a problem to play against. Theory, a problem to play against. There's Logo Davis is a good quarterback, but he's just the best football player I've ever seen. So I don't want to place a label <laughs> of quarterback on him. Like, I'm not even, no bullshit. Like, he's just, that's the best football player I've ever fucking seen. Both sides of the ball, no matter what position you play. Like, that, you put him anywhere, he's going to be a fucking star. And, like, and, I'm not going to put him in the quarterback conversation because that's just an athlete. You know what I mean? Well, like, let's, let's zero in on the three that you talked about because I think we're we're we're, right. we're dancing around a lot of the names. And to be fair, you know, most of us can can really identify with the you know you've seen these guys up close. That's why you have right. a really solid opinion on them. Even when you watch the film, some guys are hard to figure out. So you said Scooter Scott Hamilton, the rookie yeah. of the year in the A7 NFL in 2023. Yeah. You said Darnell Richardson, let's Lex Luthor, which we may have to change his uh, nickname if he ends up not being a kryptonite. Mm. And you said Mark Bagway, who was the offensive player of the year. Yes. You said no particular order. Bullshit. Right. You're on the three-on-one. Let's press <laughs> you a little bit. What I would say is, right. is when, when you talked about what you guys are talking about, you're talking about I'll changing in, what's I'll going on and improvisational. And tell you I would say that the, the best – the thing is, is the three of those guys, like you said, do it all in a different way. I, I would say that the best pure just game plan, runs the play, reads the defense, knows what's going on would probably be – and correct me if I'm wrong – Scooter. And then you yeah. have Darnell yeah. Richardson, yeah. who's almost in between. And then you have yeah. Mark Bagway, who's, who's basically, yeah. lo look, snap the ball. I'm going to read what's going on. Do something. I'm going to figure I'm it out. the best. Right? So yep. – Exactly. You don't even have to that's say it in those. Yeah, he gets me. He gets me. Hey, we're we're just we're we're just and, and people are comparing us. It's because we're just kindred spirits that we're always meant yeah. to do yeah. this. And, and that's why it's and no no disrespect. That's why it's better to have Rob on there because he'll say no fuck you, Corey. You don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about, yeah. right? And then that's why. If but, I thought I was as good as Rob, I'd be in a whole different level of life. Well, listen. <laughs> Rob basically retired to the booth to avoid guys with a similar skill set that you have. Now, I don't yeah. know where Verardi's at Rob's on his rehab and getting back to the He's Yeah, and everybody's like, wow, you're big. Well, his name's Big Rob for a reason. He's enormous. No, I'm like, but he's built different Rob. than y'all see. No, if anybody hasn't ever seen him in person, he's built different than you see. That, yeah. that is he's not, motherfucking that is master blaster. Build. Like Watch that's not an average large... motherfucker. That's really not it. We miss Rob he's, Quebec. He's a... So we'll talk yeah. about we'll talk about Rob. Love, we'll talk I about would his... love to train with Rob in the offseason. That would be great. Well, it, it involves watching other people do salsa and getting people away from the door as he's trying to have a conversation. So, <laughs> or a lot of sangria, just like in well, an, an unconscionable amount of sangria. It, the the amount goes up every time. 
So you know, Corey, now you know we, we have, have to that. do. I'm a Christmas tea guy, but I'll drink sangria. No, we have to have a. That's the Christmas party. We have to do a Christmas party episode this year where it's sang a sangria Bobby Christmas. And it's gonna too. be skits. It's gonna be skits, and there's yes. gonna be a, there's gonna be a wardrobe. It's gonna be a whole thing. Um, that's sorry that's, that we're doing a sketch show. That's, yeah, that's, but, uh, that's I right apologize to hit, you. That's right after we do the hundredth show, which is gonna be a musical show. Let's go, Scott. Oh, I can't got sing, but I'm in. And and voice of gods in my ear talking about Fiddler, absolutely. So back to A seven. Your top three of the three that you chose, because you don't have to put in Stereo Huff. I'm sorry, Matt. I you yeah. know, I got to break the show every once in a while. No, I think Stereo is amazing. Man. Huff is different. Scooter, Darnell Richardson, Mark Bagway, top three, and I'll I'll put a caveat on it. In the in the championship game, facing the defense that you faced. Same roster as the Insomniacs had. Who's the quarterback that you put in there for that situation? Scooter. In the right situation, and now, now that you got to say your 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 guy, and and that's now documented. Who is the best pure player at the position of those three? Darnell. Hmm. Like just because. The only reason I say that is because, uh, like, the only thing that fucks Smooth up, and I love Smooth to death, and he knows that. The only thing that fucks Smooth up is if he's arguing with somebody. Mm. If he get, if he's arguing with the other team, he's good, and he's gonna crush him. The second he's in a disagreement with somebody else, oh, sorry, uh, my, uh, so, uh, but if he's arguing with somebody on his team, like. You know, it you kind of affects it? him a little bit. You know what I mean? Kryptonite so like championship and Kryptonite you know late I mean? season all, last year. That all started, that all started mm-hmm. because of some inside stuff. So, you know what I mean? That's the only reason that I I I really say it like that. Um, but also playing against Bagway, the way Bagway embraced the hatred that the entire crowd had for him at that time, the way he stepped up in the moment on every single play, off, uh, offense, defense, everything. Can't take nothing away from a man. The man is a ball player, and that's why so I put you had to start. Any, if you had to, other, if I had to start anybody, I'm picking smooth. Well, no, what I'm saying it's, is, if but, you had to start a brand new, if you had to start a brand new franchise, and you got a pick of any quarterback in the league, because I wanted to ask you three different ones. And get do you I get Matt Kenny? Do I get Matt Kenny? Because he's my very no, 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 no quarterbacks. You got to go quarterbacks. Yeah, you, no, you I understand any, that, but it depends on it depends on my blocking. Because if I have I, super I, solid listen, blocking. Listen, Matt Kenny is not available. You're beat. If he's not available, I'm I'm taking either I'm I'm taking either Smooth or Bagway. But but you now have to start this franchise and and it, stability matters. Who are you picking? Oh, Smooth, because that's my homeboy, and I know he's really going to show up every Sunday. I don't. I he may not be in the best mind every single Sunday, but I know that he is going to show up and play for me every single. Let's go. So that's Scott McCorkle, Bjorn Skarsgård. The Vikings take on some of the top 10 quarterbacks. Like Matt said, much better than I'm about to. But I have to do my best to try. Go to the link in the description. You're catching on very well, Matt. Go to the link in the description, and we want to hear your takes. Who's your top one quarterback? Who's your top 30? Good luck finding them. We want to hear what the fans have to say about the quarterbacks in our league. So don't forget, 
link in the description. Ace of NFL Fan Token. And we'll see you next week with the results and Matt, mine, yes. and Rob's takes. Mm-hmm. And we'll have our top we will produce our top ten lists. We'll talk through some of yours and then uh, me and the boys in the research department, which is me and the production staff on Discord arguing for about 45 minutes, yeah. uh, coming up with that top 10 list. Uh, but Scott, <laughs> when we take a look at this coming 2023, uh, 2024 season, our 10th season in the A7FL, are you guys getting that same level of we just want to play every, we want every game now anxiety? Because when we take yeah. a look at the ske- like the conversations about the schedule, potential cross-play, and just the opportunities to see the growth in L.A., new players in Vegas coming out of the fall season, uh, which is where we got players like you, players like Scooter Hamilton, Richardson, like basically the majority of the Insomniacs were debutantes during fall brawl. But to see those players on the field in the spring, to see what Indianapolis throws at us, and also, all the free agency psycho- psychosis here in the Northeast and over there in Nevada, what's your take on the most chaotic offseason since the last offseason? I think they're the only team that's coming back the same is stick with it. And then everything mm-hmm. else, I have, no, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. Nobody's telling me anything. Like everybody's treating me like a leper because I work with I work with the media. So I don't know. I, I, I got to work those horses, buddy. Division. Is that better What's or up? worse for the division that everybody's coming back different? Is that better or worse? Here's, for no. Nevada? Here's here's the thing that's worse. This is why it's worse, and a thousand percent why it's worse because we have a whole bunch of expansion teams that are coming out that can't fucking play in the spring. Where well, the you know, fall has always been. Yeah, but what the fall has always been is basically the proving ground, the preseason, the almost the 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 under. Right, but if you were locked in, right? But if you were locked in with a team, right, and you went to go play with some whole other team, and then you're gonna try and come back to another team, like I don't know. Well, let's well, we put it this way: let's Curtis Jones. Yeah, let's put it into perspective. Let's say you're the second or third string running back on the force depth chart. And the force aren't playing in the fall. So I would go find another spring. I would go find another spring team, like another eligible spring team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would go play for an extension team. But what you could do is go and be the main guy for maybe another team and, and put on film what you got. So whether another team that you would rather go to other than your current team wants you or you want to you want to look at your coaches to be like, look, I've been working on everything, and I've gotten better at this and that and this and that. Look at this is what I was able to accomplish. I don't know. Being, being I mean, able yes, to put it on I film and teams. play football. Like, I want to say something, but I moved teams. I kind of feel like yeah. it's because I, I have an opinion, but it, it's completely voided out by the fact that I switched teams. Like to be completely no, honest. No. Like, no, that's why you got to be two right. different people like we talked about before. That's the player that made the decision <laughs> that was best for him. Now we're talking yeah. to the analyst. What is this hidden uh, take that you want to get? And no no shame, no disrespect. You don't even care that you switch teams. It has no effect on what you're about to say. I think Coach it's Carson. weird to constantly switch fucking teams. Like, it's fucking weird. If you're constantly nice. switching teams, you're probably the fucking problem. Maybe maybe you're I, not good enough to be the starter. If you if you're switching from team to team to not start, 
then you're you're being fucking weird. Like accept your role as being a role player and move on. Like just accept Says, that in life. Like sometimes you gotta sometimes you're gonna have to sometimes you gotta accept your, your role in life as a side dude. Some people get married and some people are just side like a side piece. That's just what it is. Like I don't says know. Scott it's, McCorkle to the to the host of the three on one that has probably the <laughs> most jerseys in the history of our league. Jesus, I don't know if that was a for every job or you or you want to. How many? How many? Around. How many of those teams did you start for? All, I mean, I started for all of them at some point, right? right so, like I, I said, mean, we have yeah, people. But, we have people switching around to be backers. Well, well, I let's mean, take a look. Let's let's take a look at the macro of that conversation then. When you see Vegas expanding in the fall and then being back in the spring with the traditional eight teams, do you think that there's going to be enough new players that come out of these spring teams that make established starters like yourself, Scooter Hamilton, Munchie, any of these guys a little nervous? You talked about some of those kids from Bishop Gorman. If they were able yeah. to scout and bring them over. Nervous? I'm like, fucking scared. <laughs> the fuck I, I've this? already caught I'm, I'm gonna get beat the fuck up these kids are coming out big and athletic and everything I'm excited for the I'm excited different names so listen it, it is if it, so let's really look at it right if there's 15 teams in the fall and we find the best guys from the 15 teams to make the eight. Does that or does that not make teams like the gold and the pit bosses and the hunters and the OTT and the kryptonite even better? If everybody spreads out and goes to all the teams equally, yes. Now, I think if, that that's maybe now, something was, we should help now, them decide, though. Now, Me and you. And, and we've talked about this, and we like I've talked about this to see if it would even work like that. But it doesn't work until people are getting paid. So, like, at this point, and, and, like, on Nevada side, Derek and everybody and you guys on the Jersey side have been doing everything. India's coming in hot. Every All these leagues are stepping it up to the point where now, you know, we're on caffeine, where we're getting a half a million viewers a game. We're, we're getting these, these spots to where once we start getting paid, then Fall Brawl is essentially a train, an open training camp where you come show out, and then your your city gets to put on its best five, six, seven, eight teams, and you go play for the real Natty Championship to really prove you're the best in the country. And I think we're building towards that as an entire league, and if we can all fall in line together at the same time, I don't think there's anything stopping us from getting to the point where you just said. But as of right now, if people spread out, yes. But um, we'll see how spread out it was. One of the reasons I chose to go to the Insomniacs instead of stick with it, outside of my friendships with a, cer a certain couple people, is the fact that all of stick with it stayed. Mm. They fucking stayed. Is that a good or bad? Is that a good or bad thing for stick with it? That's great for stick with it. Yeah, That's that is great for them because Not they could end up being, huge. They they have the potentially. They are they are they have the foundation to potentially be the good the the like uh like that long standing always good always gonna be there if you don't bring your a game you're gonna lose like 
they're they they are putting in all the the proper steps and i a lot of love and a lot of respect for martin if my few personal friends weren't playing for the insomnia i, I don't know what would have happened but stick with it now, is doing you all the right stick. steps like, you can't hop on a team like that and expect to even try and start like you know what i mean like yeah, because they all stay all the together. Country. They're building so, something. It's amazing. So you mentioned sick, though. You played in the yeah. flag tournament with Jeremy Geary, their quarterback, one of the. I played with Jerry. I played with Jerry a lot. You didn't. You didn't necessarily mention him in any of our conversation. Where do you think he might line up? Uh, I think he's like probably one of the best pocket passers. Period. But I haven't. I haven't won a tournament with Jerry. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't had that – I don't have that chemistry with him and, and haven't seen him pull it out of his ass to win the game in the last couple of seconds. I know he's done it. I've been around when he's done it. He's never done it with me. Well, and You know then, what I mean? Like You've only had a couple of years in the A7 and one right. specifically for him to try. So you're talking about the flag – do you think that the different style in the A7FL where it's, it, it, it isn't just a guy touching his hip, that he might, you know, his, his style might be better suited? Or do you think even when the quarterback of the Insomniacs might be considered a pocket passer, where the A7 is going, it's like Mark Bagway, Darnell Richardson, guys that are improvisational and more mobile first are the future of this league. Well, I don't know. I think it's always going to be a battle between the two. I don't think any one is going to take over because even it doesn't matter. Like you could have the best, most highest scoring offense in the world and spread everything out and have everybody running around like crazy. But you get a power offense. You you take the Insomniacs route and you drive the ball all game. And now you don't have And Now you better make it work in three. Well, sometimes, you know, a team – that hypothetical you know I mean? you're, you're mentioning was a was a great game. Um, you know, recently here, yeah, uh, for the yeah, championship like in July. That 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 hypothetical thing that you were just talking about was actually really fun to watch in person yeah. in Arizona. It was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. I lost we... my mind a couple of times. I don't know if you saw it, but no, we heard it. Um, when it comes to in the last few minutes we have left on the show. Looking at Sickwood, it staying completely the same. Yep. Are they the betting favorite right now to win no. the Southwest? I play for the Insomniacs. Get the fuck out of here. I play for the Insomniacs. All right. Well, well, I'm yeah. asking analysts, Scott. You got to beat football me. players. Yeah, no, you got to. You still oh. have. But okay. But Viking changes every single defense he steps on the field with. So and I would agree period. with that completely. And exactly. I agree with you that. But just with me now. when you're and talking about it being start, a positive, you still got to deal with me. Yes. No, yeah, they, they are. It is a positive, but also, am I going to be playing in five years? I don't. Probably not. But you know what? You know who will have that foundation built and and be building on that in five years? Stick with it. Yeah, they I, will I think, still I think be, the same Mark for the will still be building the same thing. You know what I mean? Like I'll be yeah. in the booth enjoying the shit out of all the seeds they are planting right now. There you go. And, and hey, I you, think we you asked him that... to pick. He picked himself. Yeah, I, I know you're saying that. Look at him. He's already mad. More than I do? Yeah. yeah. I'm kidding. I'm, ki Listen, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We got Scott. I'm having fun. You want to just do a top 10 right now? Let's say football movies. 
Just I say we like move that. I say we move that to next week because we have limited time left in the show this week, so we can move that oh, to another that episode. All the way down. So, well, that there we go. Uh, we'll throw a top three. Did tell, uh, remember the Titans? Any given Sunday, and uh, Friday Night Light. But I will All say right. that um, I still cry every single time when. Uh, when Bertier gets in the accident and, and the, the scene in the hospital, when Julius comes in the hospital, I, I lose it. Listen, I still men cry don't cry when the Titanic goes down. The spoilers, we all knew that it went down before the movie even came out. It's not sad. All right, Bertier, man. Bertier? He was a great player. He was a, he was a great player. He would have been a great player. Now, emotional story. There's a real-life person, Eric Legrand, from my town. Mm-hmm. Google it if you've never heard it. So, you know, shout outs to people that persevere. But there's a good tease. I tried to sneak it into the show, but you know what? I just we'll, try to we'll ruin cover the that. show, and Matt is constantly just being a professional journalist. We need, yes. we need it's, it's incredible how good they are. That know what they're doing. Are, are it's able funny to when you have people around you that know what they're doing, and we just get the fuck around. That's. That's Shocking. why I love doing this, have fun all the time, is because I, I have Matt to, to basically babysit me and uh, make sure that I'm not getting uh, fined more than oh, I am. Oh, we're and basically Zach babysits we're, we're me. Toddlers. We're grown toddlers. Yes. We leave a mess and walk away. Bull, Bullhead City made, made certain of that. <laughs> Shout outs to the raccoon. That's my guy. <laughs> Almost got beat up. But... Scotty, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Uh, you're welcome anytime. We don't have Big Rob. You are more than welcome to sit in that chair and talk football with us. Uh, shout out to Zach, Zach Morgan, the voice of God, a ray of sunshine every single week on the podcast. Uh, FYPM, as always. And I want to thank which, my quarterback. Which reminds me, tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch. Parting shot, Viking. And What's and guys, shirt? guess what? <laughs> and guys, guess what? You know what you can get now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch? A7FL merch! You can get A7FL 10th anniversary hoodies and hats right now, like literally right now, at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. You can go to tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch for official a7fl 10th anniversary merchandise and so much more. Click the link in the description to vote at a7flfantoken.com, the top 10 quarterbacks, which we'll talk about next week on a7fl countdown. But for Scott McCorkle, who had to dip for reasons we don't know, and we'd rather not find out, and Corey Hammond, I'm Matt Ryan. Thank you to the Vogue, Zach Morgan. And as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right. You can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at 
tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. And also you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like.